What did we just watch, Amy? We just watched Barbarian for Halloween. Yeah. Just in time for Spooky month. Month. It was only our only spooky <laughs> movie of the month. Yeah, we didn't watch a lot of movies in we, October. It was a busy month. It was. But on Halloween, we... We watched one we spooky watched. movie. And boy, you gave me a list of five movies you said in order from least spooky to most spooky. I did. And I chose the most spooky one. You did. And it, it was pretty spooky. It was. <laughs> It achieved a month's worth of spooky movies. Yeah, I, in... I didn't honestly expect you to pick it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Was it a mistake? Did you go, oh, I didn't no, want to watch a I would not put a movie game. on the list if I don't want to watch it. Okay. I just sometimes suspect you might pick one or the other, and you did not pick... I did not expect oh. you to pick this one. I didn't have an expectation. Oh, I was going to say, which pick. one did you this, expect This you one to pick? just seemed like the least likely because it was the most spooky of the list. Um, well, it had been on the list a few other times. Had, so that's part of the reason I chose it because it had been on the list yeah. a few other times. Well, that's our reason. Um, we should state right now for our folks listening at home. Or in your car, or wherever you're listening, we're gonna spoil the heck out of this movie. That um, I don't want to say should, shouldn't be spoiled, but has lots of spoilers in it. Mm-hmm. This movie mm-hmm. has lots of spoilers for this movie. Yes, and well, I think it'll greatly enhance your experience if it's not spoiled for you. Yeah, if you go in not knowing what's happening, it does a really um, good job of playing with that knowledge. It's going to be spookier and more interesting. Yeah. <coughs> now, if you don't want to be spooked, uh, maybe don't watch the movie. Maybe don't watch this one. Skip this one. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what did you think, other than it being spooky? Uh, it was really enjoyable. I. <coughs> this is one where the trailer really worked. Because mm-hmm. I don't think the trailer gave any scenes from Act 2 or 3 of the film. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't know that Justin Long was in it. I Yeah. I, I knew Justin Long surprise. was in it. Mostly because I saw an interview. I didn't watch the interview. I saw the headline in the interview where Justin Long talked about being in the movie. Um, but he's not in the trailer at all. You, ha- you would have no idea he is in this film and is, is a core cast member. So I was thinking the whole film would be just focused on this Airbnb um, and the whatever spooky thing lives in the basement mm-hmm. and um, and that would be I mean pretty straightforward. <coughs> it was it was that yeah, but it, it it geographically went outside of that, that a little like bit a, yeah yeah. Um, well, it wasn't all in the house, I guess I should no, say. It was it not it was not it was exclusive not to the house. I would say the story very much centers on this house. We just don't know what that story is when we start. I think it checked a lot of my boxes for horror film. Um it surprised me. Mm-hmm. Uh it scared me. Mm-hmm. Um it balanced with like very scary then with moments more of lightness. Mm-hmm. Um, the creature effects weren't super fake looking. Yeah. They didn't spend a lot of time looking directly at the the, the creature. creature. Um, 
So you still have that. It's always scarier when you don't see. Yes. I'm pretty sure the, the, I guess we'll just say that the mother was practical in a lot of ways. Yeah. In the credits, there was a actor credited with, it it was, it was a man. Which was an interesting That was interesting that the mother would be played by a man. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, it had kind of like real world messages. It wasn't just about a spooky thing, spooky poltergeists in a graveyard or something. But like, it's a it's a film around themes of not believing and not listening to women, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was maybe sometimes was a little bit more overhanded than than, <laughs> than others. It was it was not a subtle film about its theme. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is okay. You don't have to be. Like, um, uh, I, like, if this woman had been believed from the very beginning, none of this would have happened. <laughs> if she said, there's a room that creeps me out downstairs, like, we need to call leave. the police and leave. <laughs> if If the guy had just been like, I okay. believe you, let's do that. Yeah. But uh, I I was really impressed with how, like, I, I agree with all those things. It was spooky. It scared me. The pacing was really strong. Um, it regularly surprised me, which I think is difficult to do in a horror movie sometimes. Because it's all the same scares. It's all, all the same scares. Demons like, or ghosts or creepy young women with, you know, long hair yeah. walking... In or contorted Mithrigan. position. <laughs> yeah. Um, Creepy I, dolls. I will say Mithrigan did not surprise me as a film. It didn't scare me either. Not really, no. Um, but the movie does something really interesting with its theme, um, which is a theme that horror has dealt with numerous times, and it's not a bad thing to deal with, but is you know it's about violence against women in different ways Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting how the movie kind of tells you that up front and then continues to explore that in new and different ways through its scenarios Um, because i mean the the opening scene or the opening of the film is like unsettling even though nothing bad ever happens there is always that threat of something bad happening mm-hmm. they had really really spooky mu- music at the at the very beginning there's like <laughs> like voices yeah making syllable sounds uh-huh. yeah um because i mean if it occurred to me that you could do that exact same premise as the opening to a rom-com, as like a meet-cute. Mm-hmm. And like, oh no, we're booked at the same Airbnb and we've got to deal with that. That would be a really interesting exercise for a film class. It would be. <laughs> film this <laughs> this story where the Airbnb is double booked from a variety of film mm-hmm. genres. Um, because nothing, I don't say nothing happens, but... You know, we're very much in the protagonist's sort of worldview, and we're seeing these things that are going on, and we are very aware, because we know we're watching a horror movie, 
that there is a potential threat here. Even as the guy she meets is doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's the awkward bit about the wine bottle, um, which is like the correct thing to do where he's like, I didn't want to open it. Like if you felt uncomfortable with me opening it when you weren't here, make sure I'm not doing something with it. I'm a stranger. You don't know me. I'm going to open it in front of you. You are welcome to have some if you want, but do not feel pressured to do so. Yada, yada. And like, he handles it very awkwardly, but also like he is doing everything he can to make her comfortable and acknowledging that she is, a woman in the world where violence is regularly enacted upon women by strangers um, and people they know. And it's a big problem. <laughs> um, to then release some of that tension as as the first act moves forward. Um, and there's a creepy thing in the middle of the night, but we don't really know what it is. And we don't think it's him. We think something else is going on. And we by then we kind of know something else is going on. And if you've seen the trailer, you know there's something in the basement. Yeah, you know there's something in the basement, because you've seen the trailer. Um, to then have the film then continue to be about violence against women and not listening to them when they tell you don't go in the creepy basement. <laughs> um, because really, there's three... victims of gendered violence almost throughout the entire film. There's there's the main horror villain victim. I really should look at her name so I can't I don't just keep calling her uh Tess. Played by Georgina Campbell, who did a great job. She was amazing. Um but also there is the woman that Justin Long's character definitely raped. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is the mother herself, mm-hmm. um, who is a monster and is portrayed as such, but is also very clearly the victim of decades of abuse and torture and rape mm-hmm. and... Uh, I don't know if I have a bigger point there other than to say it was interesting to see how the film kept expanding on the same story or same theme Mm -hmm. throughout the story. In different ways. In different ways, yeah. Like you said, it happens to different different people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think I really knew I like was gonna like the movie when we kind of what I assume was kind of the end of Act One when the end of the basement and Bill Skarsgård's character, character dies. Yeah, and then there's a cut and it felt like the end of the film. It did. I was like, okay, was this a short film and not a full length? And then it cuts completely to a California, like, coast Mm -hmm. with Justin Long driving along in a convertible. Mm -hmm. Like, and I was like, ooh, where is this going? What are we doing? (laughs) Whoa. And and it was this, you know, huge moment of fear and tension. They've just discovered this, like, basement labyrinth Mm -hmm. of... I don't know, creepiness. Creepiness with a creepy thing inside that kills people. Um... (laughs) And then it's all over. Everything's safe out of California. 
yeah. coastal highway as in terms of like there are probably no ghosts. There are probably no ghosts. You might be in a car accident, yeah. but there's probably no ghosts. <laughs> um, but yeah, a masterful build up and release of tension. Mm-hmm. Um, which the film then does two more times. Um, well, one and a half more times, I would say. With the the reveal that Tess is still alive mm-hmm. a number of weeks later. Um, but then also, I think, when they escape the house and they're with the homeless person in his safety den, mm-hmm. which is then undercut by the mother bursting through the wall in a very... Um, I, I thought of this in the moment and I didn't say anything, but it was a very, like, Kool-Aid man moment. It w- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It got me though. It got gotcha. you. It startled me. It startled you. It was it was a jump scare. But none of the jump scares felt particularly cheap. They were all mm-hmm. actually a scary thing is happening right now unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't just, you know, oh no, the cat jumped out. Um moments. But also, even throughout all of that um by the end of the film, Justin Long is still the worst person in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we got to the moment on top of the, I'm going to think, water, water tower. Tower. Water tower, yeah. Silo. Yeah. Water tower. And he throws Tess off. Yeah. Out to distract <laughs> oh, the mother. I was like, hmm, who is the barbarian in this film? <laughs> Which Probably again, Long, yeah. again, it was a little heavy-handed. And who oh, is sure. the barbarian? Is sure. it is it the kidnapper guy who kidnapped yeah. all these women and impregnated them and imprisoned them in this dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> Completely dark mine shaft. Um, is it Justin Long? Who? What an interesting piece of casting because yeah. he's. Usually, like a very earn, he plays very earnest, often. Yeah. Characters and light, more lighthearted things. Yeah, I mean, he's the Mac from the Get a Mac ads, <laughs> and and he's um. Well, he's a rapist. Yeah. No, absolutely, and and the film does not shy away from confirming that. The film is not interested in playing, well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. Like, maybe he's being falsely accused. Yeah, no. no. No, he said it. Yeah, he... He, he doesn't understand it, but, but he, did he did it. <laughs> he did it. He did it. <laughs> um, yeah, what a what a, a bold casting choice <laughs> that plays on your expectations of Justin Long as an actor. <laughs> Very effectively. I think also the place of Detroit, it made me think of the other horror film we watched, which I think may have been called It Follows, mm-hmm. where there was like a thing that followed you mm-hmm. if you looked at it. It's not quite if you looked at it. It was more complicated than that. Okay. It was a sexually transmitted possession. Oh, that's... Okay. You had, that's, if you have sex with somebody, it passes on to them. That's right. It was also a film that was dealing with trauma. Yes. Um, but it was also set in Detroit, um, I think. And it made me think of Detroit as a very interesting place to set a horror film because it does feel abandoned and haunted. Mm-hmm. I mean, certain parts certain parts are becoming revitalized. Yes. Um, 
certain parts people never laughed, but um, but it was a city devastated by economic loss. Yeah. And there is a lot of haunting that happens mm-hmm. there. Fun fact, they're making a sequel to It Follows. Oh, It Follows 2? They follow. They follow. Oh. I don't, what a I don't know if name. I'm excited or not, but... What a um, sequel name. I'm trying to keep my... I really like It Follows, so, but I'm trying to keep my I, expectations I real just, low. <laughs> I, I don't understand sequels to horror films. <laughs> I'm sure that there are sequels that work. Mm-hmm. In horror films, I just haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I mean, slasher films, you just, you know, you should bring in a new group of people to get killed. Yeah, end. but nobody, like, goes back to, like, Scream 2 or Scream 3. Everybody thinks of the first Scream Apparently movie. Scream 6 is real good. A lot of people have liked it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We had to get to 6 to be like... <laughs> This stands up to the first one. I don't know if it stands up to the first one. I don't know if any Scream film stands up to the first one. But I think... I mean, I'm going to be the Scream 3 defender. uh, But I think they are at least trying to do something interesting. The Scream films in particular are trying to justify their sequel status. As opposed to, I think... Freddy Krueger 4 or Jason 10 where this time we're in space hmm. or Leprechaun 4 this time we're in space it's weird that there's two of those <laughs> yeah, I would like to see A Quiet Place I haven't seen A Quiet Place I haven't seen A Quiet Place I, they, it has a sequel and it has another one coming out yes. soon yes um, I think that the other one is in the universe of is not directly related but I don't mm. know that for sure uh, but what else about Barbarian? I'm not sure I have anything else. Okay. It's what a, else do you have? It's a good movie. Um, so it feels like a low bar sometimes, but I liked a lot of the visual storytelling mm-hmm. of... The passage of time, like, in the house, in small ways and in big ways. Like, when Justin Long's character comes back and everything is still where it was left. And there's this question of, like, okay, how long ago was it? Like, was Mm -hmm. it yesterday? Was it a month ago? Was it years ago? I don't know. Uh, We do kind of get the answer. But um, it's, it's... playing with what we see without making a big deal about like saying it until mm-hmm. the character does actually say when was the last time someone was here that does remind me what a horrible property management company <laughs> and part of me was like are they the barbarian <laughs> yeah there's definitely some things that you don't want to think about too long afterwards like it's a, it's a film that works very much in the moment but less upon reflection like really nobody noticed the fact that like two people got murdered in this house or disappeared in front of this from this nope, house nobody filed mrs missing yeah. person uh, no nope, just just happened we didn't, don't think about it um stuff like that where it's like Meh. 
or like how did the guy in the basement live for so long did he come out regularly i don't know it's not really important for the purposes of what we're doing in this film I did wonder if there were more creatures down in the basement, Mm because I think there were a couple of hints that there might have been, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which still creeps me out to think about, (laughs) that there may have been more creatures, and we just didn't see them. Yeah. Um, There could be more things going on, because we we never really get a full sense of the scope of the basement. Right, that's another thing you don't want to think about is like yeah. why are these tunnels mm-hmm. under this house? Mm-hmm. Um here's a really little thing to not think about. Why do you have to pull on the rope to open the door when it's very clearly a push door? You can just push it. Mm. <laughs> no, instead pull on this conspicuous rope next to the secret door. But again, don't think about it too hard. It's fine. Yeah. It makes for a good moment. Uh, but yeah, the homeless man said there are worse creatures than well, he, the mother. Well, he specifically said she's not the worst thing down there. Yeah. Which could... Re- Refer to just the guy. The guy. Yeah. Um, but the other Airbnb guest said he was bitten. Mm-hmm. It sounded like there were multiple people involved in that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was unclear. Unclear. It still cruising out. <laughs> um, it's kind of a wonder I went to bed right after I was impressed we watched, you fell asleep <laughs> watched that uh, you probably knew this Bill Skarsgård was the clown in It I, I knew that because I just checked um, his I Wikipedia I didn't know that. Page. what an interesting the uh, name rang a bell um, yeah I mean he was also in the Divergent series movie or at least mm. one of them I watched the first one of that. I think we did a podcast on it. It was technically a movie. Um, I don't think I had another thought. Uh, I will say this is just kind of a funny thing to me. Uh, the writer, director of this film uh, is a cast member in... The comedy troupe, The Whitest Kids You Know, which is a sketch comedy group that I saw on TV in like the late 90s. Hmm. Um, They had a brief TV show. I don't know if they're still around. I mean, the the people still are. This this guy wrote a spooky horror movie. Um, Just, it was a weird thing I wouldn't have expected. <laughs> well, I don't have any context from that. Although, from the name of that sketch comedy group, it tells me a little bit about it the does. type of comedy. It tells you a little they, bit about that type do. of comedy. Um, I don't, the Mostly, I remember, this is stretching, but I remember a comedy sketch they had in their show about how you can't say on television... Somebody should kill the President of the United States. I don't understand the joke. Well, the joke is they were saying it. Oh. But you're not supposed to say that. Oh, okay. Because that would be read as a threat. Okay. Like saying bomb at the airport? Yeah. Okay. There wasn't more to the sketch than that. Like, they just said it over and over again a few different ways. Okay. But that's the only thing I remember from that show. So, deal with that as much as you want. I don't know. 
I did think that the movie from the trailer was going to turn me off of Airbnbs further. <laughs> um, and you know, it didn't actually. Okay, we're recording again. And we're back. Minor technical difficulties. You were saying the movie didn't particularly turn you off from Airbnbs more so than you already sort of were. Nope. Because the horror was not about the double booking. But it did get you in the beginning. You're like, maybe this is an off-putting situation. It's absolutely an off-putting situation. I don't know if it like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. <laughs> this is kind of kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. We're, um, oh, that was one of the things I liked. was at night, we couldn't really see the neighborhood. Yeah, I did like that kind of reveal. Like, it looked like a normal suburban neighborhood. Yeah. But none of the lights that were on in the houses. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, it could have been 3 o'clock in the morning. But you would still see... You'd think you'd Light. see something, uh, but it was very dark all around. And then you get the reveal in the morning that, like, oh, this is not a great neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's mostly abandoned. Um, and then when she goes to an interview and she ends, it's like, oh, I'm in this neighborhood. And she's like, you, you shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Further reinforcing that maybe there's something wrong with this Airbnb. But nope. It was the the murder basement. That's mm-hmm. the problem. That was the problem. Not because of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts? I think that's it. Okay. Do you want to tell them about our Patreon? Yeah, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash five degrees. You can support us. It's on a uh, per, I was going to say newsletter, but it's, it's a podcast. episode. <laughs> you can support us per podcast. You can put... A monthly cap on it, so if we do too many podcasts, you can say, no, I just want to support one of these a month. Yeah. 
There are two perks. One is you get a list of movies we didn't watch. So for this spooky month list, they're all spooky movies, but some of them are less spooky mm -hmm. than others. Um, and we did watch the spookiest. So Barbarian's like the top, and the other ones are below that. Are less spooky. Less I think. I haven't seen any of them. Well, I've, I've seen one of them since, but uh, we expected them to be in level of spookiness. Yeah. Uh, and the other perk is you get the super duper duper unedited version from when we turn on the mic to when we turn off the mic, with the exception of when the mic turns off in the middle of our podcast. Yeah, I don't love that. So, <laughs> um, we thank you for listening. It'll always be free. Catch us, rate us, and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Did I get everything? That's all the things. All right. Say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.